0: The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Sitting in for a chat, Rob Black. Markets have got us all chasing information. It was a rough day yesterday. It wasn't the end of the world. And it won't ever be on Wall Street. But that was a rough day, and it got rougher. Yesterday, one of the key moments, President Donald Trump said, this could all go towards a recession, and it could last until August. Keep in mind, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, even at, well, he didn't care. Last week, we were still going to basketball games, this week or not. So this is going to take a while. Um, people are uh, fighting it as well. Markets look to open higher. We are right at that level in my opinion where we're holding we 're not holding support because that's that 's not going to happen we're fighting to hold support is probably the best way of saying it. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. And support being last time there was a sell-off was December 2018. The problem with that is is the markets have gotten a lot bigger since then. And the world has changed since 2006, 2008, where we are very much so debt-driven. You have probably heard me say more than once. This won't be that bad because ultimately we'll come up with a plan where we're going to spend a heck of a lot of money. A big old bazooka, if you will. And uh, we do. We pass it. Democrats and Republicans fight with each other. And ultimately they go, well, I want to get reelected. You want to get reelected. I want to get elected. So we'll pass it. They'll fill it with a lot of pork. Every state will try to get theirs. Um, and we'll spend a lot of money. So this is thought to be, in my opinion, for some stocks, a generational buy, a generational opportunity. With that said, um, let's see, with that said, we still don't know a lot about the information here. And the seriousness of it. One of the very first headlines you typically see is, how long will this last? Will it last until the summer? It's hurting a lot of people already. So you're starting to see unemployment claims jump. Um, you're starting to see whole industries like get affected, whether it be the hotel industry, whether it be the casinos in Vegas saying we're shutting down. Weird, right? They keep showing us weird, odd photos of you know life in L.A. without traffic. But show uh, me the, the Las Vegas Strip at some point in time without Chewbacca and stuff, you know Darth Vader on it. When they're too sick to go to work. Other big news today: the Euro 2020 soccer tournament postponed until 2021 due to the coronavirus pa- pandemic. So countries have all started taking this very very seriously. Yesterday there was news like Apple has opened all their stores in China. And yet, all the rest of their stores are closed worldwide. Stocks kind of play out that way. Uh, We forgot that China's already reopened for business, or maybe we're assuming they aren't. But that doesn't make any sense. We don't think a company like Apple would lie to us, do we? So they've reopened their stores. Starbucks is reopened their stores. So this is going to be a -a once-in-a-lifetime generational opportunity for some stocks. The odds of a recession, uh, a global recession this year have spiked through the roof. So that's going to happen. That's the thought. Sometimes this is oh this, uh, sometimes they're self-fulfilling prophecies. So you see the stock market, we typically keep telling you, it looks out about six months. It it it's a predicator of the future. It's it's got a crystal ball, and we're going like, no, you don't, no, you don't no, you're just going higher. A lot of people are talking about what does the snapback rally look like? Does it get us all the way up? Will it be a 5,000-point day? Yesterday was cute because we went from bad to worse already on a bad day. And when I say that that's cute, sometimes you get that panic. If you turn on CNBC, markets in turmoil. Anytime there's markets in uh rough shape, you know there's flames behind it. It's typically not the worst t- time to buy a stock. Now, then again, probably not your best idea. Start raising a little cash. If there's things that you don't want to have that you're stuck with, that's cash in my opinion. 800 516 1220 each calls in the air. I'm not optimistic. I'm just not terribly emotional. The Trump administration wants an $850 billion stimulus plan to curb coronavirus damage. That's a lot of money. And, you know, again, the political angle on it, I don't want to get into. Congress has already passed emergency funding to slow the outbreak and is working on approving a plan that includes paid leave provisions McDonald's said, we we're going to help employees with rent. Um, it's, it's, I don't want to go use the word serious, but this is, this is an economic impact. Our airline industry, think of how tied together it all is. And if we're not sending people to Vegas and we're not sending them to Europe, where are we sending them? And then you get the airport workers. You get the Lyft drivers. You get the bartenders. A lot of business is slowing down. Yesterday, I spent part of my day helping my children prep and do schoolwork from home. And one of the things that I had to get familiar with is the Zoom video conference platform. Pretty cool, (laughs) I'll say. There's going to be winners in this market. There's going to be losers in this market. Zoom video has become a popular pick for investors That worries me. Let's say we do come up with a coronavirus uh, vaccine in a month, two months. Sometimes you can kind of push too much gain forward or pull it forward, is the right way of saying that. Um, But it's a a fascinating technology. And again, it, it kind of shows me that we don't really have to work in a location if you have a type of job that can do that office down the hall is no different than the office at your home kind of except for people can't come into your office and steal your candy 800-516-1220 each calls on the air Um, Taking a look at upgrades and downgrades on wall street it's not going to show you a lot right now maybe stifled downgrading united airlines tells you the whole airline industry is about to freeze but how about webbrush morgan upgrading ebay Maybe implying we're all sitting at home and we're trying to buy hand sanitizer online. I don't know. And for the record, I'm not panicked or freaked out. Um eight hundred five one six twelve twenty each calls in the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about. Facebook is announcing a an hundred million dollar program for small businesses impacted by coronavirus. I don't know. Do we want your money? Do we trust you? It's been a rough year, a lot rough two years for Mark Zuckerberg. Facebook's announcing a pretty nice thing. And again, that's going to be one of the ways that we get out of this when we can contain the concept of it. Um, I don't even know if we need to contain the viral part of it. We just need to contain the concept and stop hospitals from being overwhelmed. I've got an overwhelmed hospital story for you coming up. Uh, It'll break your heart. Maybe one day it's so sad they will make a movie out of it. You can find CFP Chad Burton at newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com. Revealing your portfolio is a big, important thing. Contact Chad at newfocusfinancial.com. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or biz. It's important in times like these that you can turn into a show like this and look for trusted news. CFP, Chad Bird, and myself have worked together for over 20 plus years, known each other. I kind of got to know him and find him when he called my business. I was a registered investment advisor roughly 24, 23 years ago. And he was basically, what would you call him? He was a CFP, but he was a young CFP. He was kind of a new to the business CFP. Now he's 40 plus years old. Fascinating. Um, But long story short, he was challenging what I was doing he had heard from one of his clients that their mother was working with a guy who was on the radio. I was the registered investment advisor who worked for a national firm, not for for a national firm, but for a national radio show. Um, So I was in 60 plus markets and his mother, his client's mother heard me, called me, asked me some questions. I gave her some good advice. Uh, When the daughter heard, she went to chat and said, Hey, is this good advice? And he called me up and we kind of both, found each other that way. It's not an exciting meeting story. That comes a little later. (laughs) We haven't always gotten along, and that's a good thing. You want to work with people who can push the issue, who can talk you through a good up market and down market. Uh, Because ultimately, markets go up 7 out of 10 years. Not a guarantee, but over the last 100 years, they have. That's as close to a guarantee as you can get. There's a lot to be said right now about the coronavirus, and I don't want to do any of the scientific talking for you. I don't know if sheltering in place. I don't know if putting people on lockdown. I don't know if we spread it out longer. We take the load off of hospitals. The hospital story that I wanted to pass on to, because you may not be seeing this, you may think, oh, coronavirus is a simple little thing. Oh, coronavirus. Oh, it's just old people are dying. There may be some truth to both of that, but the reality is, is hospitals. For instance, um, one of my friends' father has pancreatic cancer, and he's a goner. He's in hospice, and they're like, "He's down the last couple <clears throat> weeks, so make your peace." Hospice is an amazing organization, and the mother, so my friend's mother, she broke her hip, and. She's had some problems with her memory recently, and we don't know if it's because of the drugs from the hip, and you get to a certain age where it's just a bad idea to even do a hip surgery. So she went to the hospital. Obviously, she's in the hospital for hip surgery and her rehab, and now the hospital's on lockdown. Her husband, who has less than a week to live, can't get in to see her because there may be patients in the building that are critically ill with coronavirus, and they may give it to him and vice versa and vice versa and vice versa, right? Right. So they won't even be able to see each other. They've been married 40-plus years, and this is how they end. She will die probably in the hospital because at this point in time, she's got memory issues. And you can't really go back to a home without some sort of protection from yourself. And the father, he went down fast. Interesting thing about his pancreatic cancer, never saw it coming. He ate well. He didn't drink. He didn't smoke. He had this, you know... Uh, yoga mentality, like uh, life is good. Life is not bad. Life is good. And uh, diagnosed two, three months ago with uh, pancreatic cancer, and they you know, basically said, you're a goner. The good news, it's the type of pancreatic cancer that's not a lot of suffering. So that's what's happening with coronavirus. It's not, you know, people are shooting each other for toilet paper, although that may be happening. It's that hospitals are overwhelmed, and by trying to tell us to stay away from each other, They still think we're going to get it. They just think we're going to get it at a much slower pace. And then hospitals in the United States, let's say, you know, Vegas once had, you know, uh, 10,000 rooms. I used to love studying uh, Las Vegas, and they're finally shutting down, which is, you know, again, probably a good thing. But then Vegas is like, well, the world population is growing and we want more business. So we're going to go from 10,000 hotel rooms to 12,000 hotel rooms. To Fourteen thousand hotel rooms to so one hundred twenty-four thousand, like to one point two million. That's how they build, right? We don't have enough hospital beds for the rush. And again, you and I probably don't see it in our daily lives, but every year the common flu overwhelms hospitals, and they they redo their surgery uh, schedules. They set up you know more temporary rooms for the elderly who get sick. And again, this is where I get a little weird. I kind of look at hospitals as being almost in the same type of business as hotels. How many beds do you have? So right now, from what I perceive to be the biggest issue, and I'm trying not to be preachy, what I perceive to be the biggest issue is we don't have enough hospital beds. A friend of mine, you know, I just gave you the husband wife story who won't see each other because of the hospital situation. And I can give you another friend of mine. His wife is a surgery nurse, um, and she does a lot of elective surgeries. So let's say you're going to get a colonoscopy. That's a surgery, and you need a nurse there. You need a doctor there. Hospitals are saying, colonoscopy. Doctors, we don't need you right now. We need those rooms for this, this virus. And so my friend's wife, who's an emergency room nurse, uh, not a not an emergency room. Um, a surgery nurse. She's been laid off. then I mean, you can look around and you can say McDonald's. Ah, people aren't going out. CVS is doing some pretty cool stuff. They're setting up clinics in their parking lots to be for testing. They're not ready yet, but they're going to be ready soon. And the idea is, <clears throat> don't go into the store. I love that. That's kind of cool. That's kind of the one thing that's pandemic is going to teach us is how to deal better with the next pandemic and when we hear something on the news in south africa today a man bitten by a bat contacted ebola 17 we won't go well that doesn't really matter to us the world globalized maybe the world's flat i don't know uh, but we changed. And because of that, we do have to care about what happens in China, what happens in South Africa. CVS setting up little mobile stations where you can get your nose swab, not even get out of the car. CVS is setting up situations where the elderly get to shop without anyone young from hours like 6 until 7.30, which I guess young people don't want to get up at that time. And elderly, they've got... Issues with their bladders are up anyway. Might as well go to CVS and get my pharmaceuticals. I don't know how that works. So there's a lot to be said right now. And again, I don't want to do the preaching on it. I just want to try to talk to you about the business ramifications. I'm sitting in for CFP, Chad Merchant, newfocusfinancial.com. The stock market is doing all the talking. I don't have to do the talking. It's telling us everything. And it's having a temper tantrum. And that's a good thing, because that creates inefficiencies. Not every single stock needs to go down. A trillion dollars of wealth being wiped out doesn't have to be $2 So, right now, what the stock market is saying is it doesn't have confidence in the present situation being under control, nor in the policies that have enacted so far to secure a better future. But we're in a different place than we were a week ago. A week ago, we were looking forward to the NCAA tournament. We were watching basketball now we're told to stay at home. Do your work from home. Don't hurt the herd. Thin the herd. Stop the slowing so that hospitals don't get overwhelmed. We'll talk about this and much, much more. Don't freak out. I'm Rob Black sitting in for CFP, Chad Burton. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black, sitting in for CFP Chad Burton, newfocusfinancial.com. He is alive and well. He's just working, working, working. People in the financial media and the financial planning world, we don't stop working in a down market. In an up market, it makes us nervous because we know that one day we're going to have to not stop. Just keep going, try to figure everything out. The headline news is a good way of looking at things. And the odds of a global recession should be a base case scenario at this point in time. Just take a look around. Not a lot of business is getting done. The good news is a lot is setting us up for a nice economic rebound. They're saying baseball may not start for two months. Why? Because the CDC said don't be in a group of over 50 people for two months. So that now gives you an idea of when the NBA might come back, and it now gives you an idea of uh, when Major League Baseball comes back. Maybe it'll be faster. Maybe we'll get some test kits out there, and we'll see, like, this isn't so bad. But the idea of, of playing games in markets that aren't affected by the coronavirus seems silly as well, because it just takes one to infect 10. Some of the headline news out there, it's worth paying attention to. There's a company called BioNTech, ticker symbol as B-N-T-X, <clears throat> up 60%. The company, Bion and BioNTech, I hate names. We've used every name. We're now just mashing them together. They and Pfizer are trying to co-develop a COVID-19 vaccine. Stock's up 60%. Other stocks that are of note, Regeneron. They've announced the latest progress in its efforts to discover and develop a novel multi-antibody cocktail that could be an administrator that was before the used for the exposure to SARS-CoV-2 virus. So a lot of therapies are being put together there's gonna be some positives that come out of this and again i think as a nation we just learned to take cold and flu very very serious and maybe next year we'll get more flu shots that would actually have helped this year because right now hospitals are being overwhelmed by seasonal flu but also the covid virus so it's been a kind of a double whammy And the the statistical nerd in me says, think if the people didn't get the flu shot, where we would be now. We're not in a good place. Our healthcare system is starting to get strained in big cities. And our big cities, like San Francisco, has had a healthcare system that was able to shake off nothing but a thing, one of the biggest earthquakes of all time. So... That's what I'm paying attention to right now. There's some, you know, cute stories out there. Like I think Walmart does look cheap as a stock. As you're prepping to potentially put a market bottom in, yesterday when the Dow was down three thousand points, you're playing with a market bottom. You're playing more so where fear was at its highest gauge ever. When things are lower. <clears throat> I got an email from a man yesterday that said, I've bought a lot of municipal bonds, and I put cash into municipal bonds with the idea that I could use that as cash in the short term. That's the mistake number one. Cash in the short term, if you're going to need it to live off, if you need it for a house, should be in cash. He bought a municipal bond fund trying to beat the system a little bit. He wanted the safety of cash but also the income of municipal bonds. Municipal bonds are bonds issued by your state, your local government, that basically you don't have to pay income tax on. So if you buy $100 of a municipal bond that yields 2%, you just got $2 in income, <clears throat> and you're not paying taxes on it. So to get $2 of income anywhere else in your life, typically if the Fed's going to take 25% and the state's going to take 10%, You know you're not, it's, it's not almost worth it. It's a 35% head. So the municipal bond market is not safe when there's a panic to get as many bonds as we can get. People feel comfortable with bonds, but now then bond yields go so low. If you want that bond, someone's going to have to buy it at a discount. And then suddenly He's got a bond fund full of discounts because so many people are trying to get in. So many people are trying to get out. There's a break in the lending system. Long story short, that break, is it hurt him because he needs the money in the short term. He didn't get that cash is cash. There's a lot of courses of stimulus actions being introduced around the globe right now. The market knows a solution when it sees it and it clearly isn't seeing a solution yet. No. Yesterday we had the worst showing ever for the NASDAQ, the worst showing for the Dow and the SP five hundred since the worst day ever, October nineteen eighty seven crash. The day the 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 day before the Saint Patrick's Day massacre. It's gonna be one of those days that we do remember. It was a big whoosh down. Now, what happened after the biggest whoosh down, October 1987 crash? It's fair to say we recovered. We recovered nicely. This recovery is different than the last recovery. This is tied towards a global virus that's slowing economic activity, planes. People scoffed when President Trump said, we don't want those Europeans flying into America. and Then Europeans yesterday said, we're closing our borders also. So right now, instead of maybe all coordinating action together as countries, we're taking individual actions to stand by ourselves. Companies are starting to tap their credit lines because they're getting a little bit nervous. And when you tap a credit line, this goes back to the municipal bond. A bank will offer you a credit line, say, $250,000. They're allowed to lend, let's just say, for every dollar of deposits you have, they're allowed to lend $25. So you can kind of see that when people start saying, okay, I need billions and billions and billions of dollars as corporations, those banks need to raise more money. And to raise more money, they start slashing the municipal bonds prices so that they can get anything close to what they paid. They hit in those as well. If that makes any sense to you, and that's why I'm tying this all together for you. One of the biggest stresses we have right now is in something you don't see. I think the biggest coronavirus stress is in the hospitals, uh, from what I see. We'll get through not shopping. Trust me, they're going to get our money. Whether it's we buy our car three months from now or six months from now. They're going to get our phones, we're going to buy phones in three months from now, six months from now. I'm not stressed about most of this coming back, but I am stressed a little bit about some of the psychological damage done to people. This is another hit to millennials. They were born in 2000. They see the 2000 to 2002 tech crunch. Then they see the 2006, 2008 financial crisis, the Great Recession. Now they see this. Will they ever go back to banks and stocks again? I hope so, but if they don't, I'll just probably make more money, which is fine by me, or not even make more money. You'll separate those that have and don't. stock market creates a ton of wealth, but as you can see, you can also wipe it out if you're careless. The coronavirus needs fixing. Everyone should be acutely aware of that. In the absence of a vaccine, local and state governments are adopting vaccination efforts of their own. That include the forced closures of restaurants, bars, health clubs, bans on large public gatherings. In some instances, orders to stay at home for anything except for essential needs. Again, when the Major League Baseball says we'll probably start in June, they're not doing it because they want to. They're doing it because it's the right business idea of not getting people together to not overwhelm the hospital system. A lot of businesses are voluntarily closing their stores or pulling back on their hours of operation. They're trying to help curb the spread of the coronavirus. One of my local restaurants sent me an email yesterday, and this I thought was cute. Um, it's an awesome restaurant called Creola. Creola. It's in San Carlos Belmont area, and it's New Orleans, and it's got an owner from New Orleans, and like he takes pictures of crawdads and sends them to out. I'm like we just got crawdads in. so he's shutting his business down because it's the right thing to do and because he has to and one of the things he did in his email he said you know i don't want to fire staff and i don't want them not making money so if you can continue to please support us maybe you will see one of your favorite waiters delivering the food to you and you can say hello and that just puts a real human face on what's happening i liked that so, and I will support that. In my own world, I get it. And yes, I do like Southern uh, food, especially Creole, Creole French, French. So, Treasury Secretary Mnuchin is favoring an $850 billion stimulus plan. So, when you see the gloom and doom, if that's all you see, that's fine. There is help coming, and it should arrive. In a nice way. What we don't want is a bear market to last four to five years. Those are painful. That every time if the market goes up, it goes back down and you're like you lose your will to live. We're gonna see a payroll tax cut. <clears throat> We're gonna see some sort of bailout for the airline industry. When that happens, those stocks are gonna boom. I own nothing like that. I don't play games like that. I'm sitting in for CFP, Chad Burton. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. CFPs work harder right now. They're trying to call all their clients. It's important that you contact them. If you have financial issues, this is a great time to learn how to communicate just a little bit better. Growing wave of companies are starting to pull guidance, suspend share buybacks. That's quite understandable. You can find Chad at newfocusfinancial.com. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. The biggest question that I get is how low can the market go? The answer is not zero. A lot of people are concerned. A lot of people are nervous at this point in time, and I totally get it. Probably 2020, another 15% lower on the S&P 500 would be reasonable. That's a low that it set way back when you were a child. No, no, no. Mid-2016. We've breached the end of December 2018 market correction. And this has turned into a full-on bear market. Bear markets tend not to go down much more than 34% historically. We're down 30%. Is this bigger than other bear markets? Probably. Is this bigger than World War One, World War II, Nagasaki, Hiroshima, the presidential assassination of Kennedy, the race to the moon, oil at $150 a barrel, oil lines in the United States? Probably not. But every disaster feels like the newest. And right now, there is problems. Economic data out today has shown fear has hit the retail industry hard. Except for the fact this is February's report. And in February, we were still going to basketball games. We were still going to hockey games. We were still living our life. So the March numbers are going to be bad. We know that. But the February numbers? They weren't supposed to be this bad. Total retail sales declined one half of one percent following an upwardly revised six tenths percent increase. If you exclude autos, retail sales were down four tenths of a percent month to month. It showed very soft spending. And that was before the coronavirus impact and reaction hit the United States. Notice I used that phrase importantly before the coronavirus impact and then and reaction. We're probably overdoing it. I can tell you that <clears throat> every year when I do my taxes, I, I get back and I'm like, man, I spent a lot of money last year. And I'll spend a lot of money this year, but it may not be in the month of March. Um, I've cooked more home meals in the last week or two than I have in the last you know, three months. I'm not proud of that. Sales at restaurants was slowing down and drinking places are already. Declines were seen in auto parts dealers, electronic stores, building materials like Home Depot, clothing stores, and gas because gas obviously has had the big fall in oil, which has helped kind of. That's another stimulus that we're going to get. That's what a lot of people are forgetting. <clears throat> when we do go back to spending money, gas will be cheaper, airlines will be cheaper, cars should be cheaper. I don't know if they will. Hotel rooms, they'll fight to get you back. And when Resorts will offer a better room rate than MGM, and MGM will sponsor, and Hilton will come in and say, we could even beat that. Client loyalty kind of goes out the window when there's a pandemic, and it gets replaced with, let's fight for customers when they come back, because right now they're social distancing. Social distancing will become the word of the year. It's fascinating to say that, St. Patrick's Day. Word of the year, it, aren't you nine months early? I don't think so. If it's not the word of the year, it's the freaking concept of the year, right? So, restaurant stocks will get hit no matter what. And I like some restaurant stocks. I don't like cruise operators. Carnival Cruise down 65%, and to me, that's just not a business I want to invest in. Airline stocks are down 25 to 50%, so they're in a bear market, and historically, they don't go much lower than this. I'm interested in some airline stocks. A huge spread, though, in restaurant stocks. Domino's is the best-performing stock in the Russell 3000. It's up 8% for the year. What a lot of people in California don't know, and I don't know where you're listening to the podcast, Domino's Pizza is huge on the East Coast. Um, Friday nights is mom doesn't have to cook night. Let's get a pizza. It'll be here in 30 minutes or less. If it's not, it's free. That used to be their motto. A couple drivers ran over people. So it's, it's there in 30 minutes or it's $3 off. So the manager of the store didn't have to tell his driver, don't run anybody over. That should be obvious, but we don't want a free pizza now. We'll give them $3 off. But we got the concept of food delivery from Domino's and at a time of where we are now, we don't mind getting fats sitting at home. So maybe diabetes stocks, are the play of the of the coronavirus. I said yesterday, it was an interesting statistic that I dug up, that sales of bidets are quadrupling because people are afraid in the next pandemic that they won't be able to get toilet paper. I love this country, but we, we are very, very dramatic. Red Robin Burger Gourmet Burgers. How do you say that? Red Robin Gourmet Burgers. They're one of the worst performers, down 72%. So you can kind of see the difference there, right? Red Robin, sit down, casual family restaurant, down 72% for the year, coronavirus. Domino's Pizza, stay at home, we'll bring the food to you. You sit on your couch, you're good. And then Domino's is his cool commercials right now. Have you seen them? Where you can follow the driver around on GPS. That makes me a little nervous for the safety of the driver, but we'll figure that out later. Smaller restaurants are down big right now, and bigger restaurants are doing better. Larger chains like McDonald's, they're saying, we're preparing for a shift the delivery business, and they have the resources because last couple years, we've seen a big spike in companies like uh, KFC, Taco Bell, Pizza Hut, McDonald's, Chipotle, saying, we'll bring the food to you. So there's going to be winners and there's going to be losers. China's already seen early signs of recovery. Does that mean you go all in? I can't answer that for you. A good person who can is a CFP. If you have wealth, if you're 50 plus, you're heading towards retirement, you need a plan for exactly like this. My CFP at New Focus Financial, a man named Brad, because I'm not even good enough to work with CFP, Chad Burton, um, You know, he calls me three times a year. You got too much of this, you should trim that. You got too much of that, you should trim that. It's good to have a relationship with a CFP. You can find CFP Chad Burton at newfocusfinancial.com. Be patient these days, but do start getting your books in order if they're not, because you will sleep better when there is the second worst day ever. Today, a little bit of a bounce back. Not a lot of faith in it for another two to four weeks. We're in for some volatility. I'm Rob Black, sitting in for CFP Chad Burton.